Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette and as always here with me is Omar Pozos. Hey guys. Today we're going to actually dive into some more actionable things that really anyone who wants to lean out can start doing today to see results. But now spoiler alert, Um, these are not going to be complicated habits. They're not going to be the, you know, oh, start counting your macros with this specific macro split or go work out five times a week with this very specific workout split that's going to get you perfect results. No, this is just going to be more, you know, advice like, well, if, if you want the more specific advice, you should just go ahead and hop into my free Facebook community. Um, the link to join will be in the description of this podcast. And I do have a ton of videos that do actually go in depth with that kind of advice. But no, today we're just going to be covering four really easy things to do. And easy is important because, you know, 98% of diets fail and it's not because fat loss is hard. It's because most people make fat loss hard because they try to do way too much at once. And definitely, yeah, I I do want to emphasize on that easy point because like I know when I first started um, counting macros, like the very first time and not that I'm a um, expert by any means, but you know, it was like six in the afternoon and I had all these macros left and I was like what do I eat you know how do I calculate it and how do I can't count grams and this and that and by the end of it I mean I had spent 30 minutes and not only was I just super hungry and I was just tired and stressed and exhausted but then I was like well I still didn't figure it out so I was like I'm just not gonna eat which makes no sense so yeah definitely keep it easy keep it simple and keep it something that you know you're more likely to do or to repeat um that's just my two cents for now Yeah, exactly. If you make it too hard on yourself, then it's going to turn into that all or nothing mindset, you know, and that's the mindset that just leads to that terribly high rate of failure with dieting. And really, like the reason my clients do have such an amazingly high success rate with reaching all of their fat loss and health goals is because we understand that successful change happens by introducing new habits or new behaviors really slowly. So like for my clients, only once they feel really confident with a, with a habit, that's when they are allowed to do it. Um, you know, like if I have a new client come in and they've never tracked macros before, then we'll probably start by just logging their food and just kind of seeing what it is they're eating without aiming for any targets. Then we'll maybe start shooting for like a calorie target 
And then when they get good at that, then we'll kind of add like a protein target. And then if they get good at that, then we'll move to all three macros. If you jump from zero to 60 from never tracking before in your life to trying to be perfect, hitting these perfect macro splits, you're going to fail. But okay, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Today, I'm just speaking to those of you who don't want to be part of that 98% that fail at fat loss. So here's going to be a list of four proven habits and behaviors that will help you lose fat. And, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of food tracking. I am, especially for the girls who really want to maximize their fat loss results. I think it's just tracking your food is without a doubt the best way to learn proper portion sizes, make sure you're consistently eating in a calorie deficit to lose body fat, but also really making sure you're not under eating and slowing down your metabolism. But it can be really difficult for people who are dieting on their own without a coach to stick with logging their food. And if they can't stick with it, they're not going to be successful. Yeah, I agree on that one as well. Um, Accountability, at least for me, is a big one. Um, cause I know when I've tried to do stuff on my own, as far as just watching my food, um, and my diet, I tend to kind of do a little bit of cheating here and there. And then that turns into, oh, I'm just not going to count one day. And then that turns into three days. And next thing you know, it's the whole week. So for me, at least that accountability. And I mean, as you know, you, I kind of do check-ins with you in, every once in a while. Um, so, you, you know, that's a big one for me as well. Yeah, for sure. I think if you didn't live with your coach, it would be a totally different story. But yeah, so I mean, basically we know that to create results, we need to have some type of structure with your eating. So that's where having just a few really simple, but you know, effective fat loss friendly habits comes in handy. So, okay, let's go ahead and dive in. These are going to be my four favorite habits that'll help you really just keep your calories in check without necessarily tracking anything. You know, my clients implement all of these when we when they aren't tracking, which is often, like we don't track all the time. And all of these habits work like a charm. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, perfect. So habit number one, eat four to six smaller meals instead of two big ones. Yeah, so, so many of my clients come to me with this really similar bad habit. They all have this. They all have been skipping breakfast. I don't know why they all do that, but it's it's a really common issue that I get a lot with new clients. Um, and the issue there is that if you aren't eating in the mornings, if you're waiting too long to eat, and then, you know, once you do go to eat later, maybe it's lunchtime, maybe it's later in the afternoon, you're going to be more sensitive to your environment. So like, you know, for these girls who aren't eating in the mornings, like, okay, let's say it's now it's lunchtime and they get a break from work. So they're like, okay, I'm just going to run out Chick-fil-A and, you know, I'm going to get something healthy. I'm going to go get a Chick-fil-A salad. But, you know, they get there and then they glance at the menu and suddenly they feel like they just have no self-control. They order the, you know, fried chicken sandwich combo with the fries and the extra sauce and they kind of go all out and they're just like, what does the sound heck pretty just good though. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, but maybe like, okay, maybe they skip breakfast. They have that, that, you know, maybe they do get a salad and they have a small salad for lunch and they've skipped their breakfast. So now it's 6 PM and they've, all they've had today is like a small salad and maybe like a nibble of something out of the break room at their work. 
And so they find themselves suddenly at the end of the day, like, you know, they've been, oh, I've been so good all day long, but now they're in the pantry just diving into a package of Oreos at like 10 p.m., cursing themselves and just being like, gosh, I just have this terrible sweet tooth. I just can't control it. And I'm just never going to have the body I want. Well, honestly, if you just back up, start over from the beginning, eat small, frequent meals throughout the day, starting with a little bit of something in the morning, it's going to help keep your blood sugar a little bit more stable. You're going to feel like you have more control in your choices. You're going to have a little bit better digestion because guess what? If you are waking up feeling bloated every morning, it's probably because you're eating some giant meal the night before, which is happening because you aren't eating in the mornings and it's this vicious cycle you're putting yourself into. But what happens when, and and I've heard it time and time again, um, you know, the people that say that they're just not hungry in the mornings, what what do you do there? Unfortunately for me, I'm hungry all the time. So You're hungry all the time. Yeah, so that doesn't really happen to me. But (laughs) I, I have heard that, so what do you... What do you recommend for people there? Well, the thing about hunger is it your body is going to respond to just what it's used to. So for a lot of these people that, you know, maybe they currently don't have a habit of eating breakfast or eating in the mornings. Maybe they just have a cup of coffee when they wake up and they say, well, I'm not hungry in the mornings. But the thing is, once you get them regularly having something a little bit um you know, just having like some protein, like it might be something simple, like, hey, let's just have a protein shake and a banana in the morning. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be anything big, right? No, no, just a little something in the morning to stabilize your blood sugar, to get some protein in there so that you're not going for this extended fast without any protein, which is not going to help you build any muscle, ladies. Um, (laughs) And so then, you know, they, they find themselves just starving later in the day. Um, But so anyway, what I was getting at there is, If you don't currently feel hungry, once you do start regularly eating in the mornings, your body's going to respond to that and you're going to start noticing hunger in the mornings because your body knows to expect that. Your body works off of an internal clock, your circadian rhythm, and you can train it to be how you want it to. Gotcha. Very cool. Okay. Um, Let's jump into habit number two, Uh, eating proteins and veggies at every meal. Yep. So, you know, now, okay, let's say we're, we're crushing habit number one. We're eating four to six smaller meals per day. So let's talk about what those meals should consist of. So ideally you'll have a serving of protein, which is going to look like if you, you know, if you look at your hand and you look at the size of the palm of your hand, for most people, that's going to be about a, a typical serving of protein for you. So thinking in terms of having a palm size serving of protein at every meal, And then also having a serving of veggies or at least a fiber source. So like I'll let you sub in fruits instead of vegetables for, you know, a couple of those meals. If you're not like a veggie at breakfast person, like you can have fruit there instead. Um, But something that is considerably high in fiber and a serving of that typically is going to be like a cupped handful. So, you know, if we're talking about you're eating some broccoli, a serving of broccoli would be like if you cup your hand it's going to be about that. Um, so, you know, why is that a good habit to have? It's going to be really, really good if you're trying to lose fat because if you are eating a lot of protein and a lot of veggies, there's a very good chance that you're not over consuming calories. So even if you are not tracking calories and you don't really know how much you are eating or how much you should be eating, if you just focus on this habit of having 
your protein and veggies at every meal, it's going to end up being a very filling but low calorie meal. Um, Veggies, especially, you know, getting that fiber, it's going to slow down the digestion of that meal. So it's going to be very, very filling for that reason. Um, And then lean proteins are also very, very satiating. Protein's the most satiating macronutrient. Um, And I mean, I should specify here when I'm talking about making sure you're getting those veggies or fruits in at that meal, let's make sure that they aren't like covered in oils or butters or, you know, processed into veggie chips or something. I know back in the day, I used to just dive into the veggie chips that I was thinking like, oh, it's vegetables. And so I would eat like a giant bag of veggie chips and it was like 600 calories as a snack. What's your take on, um, what's your take on protein bars? Are those okay as having something on the go or, or not really? Or would you say, you know, stick to whole foods for the time being? I mean, whole foods first is always best, but I think protein bars are a great snack if you need something on the go. Um, especially if you are, you know, you're out and about and you didn't plan ahead and you need something. Yeah. Like if you don't have the time to, you know, I guess meal prep the protein and veggie or whatever. And and you had a long meeting that, you know, went longer than expected. So are you okay to just grab a protein bar on the go? Would that be okay? Of course. Yeah. No, that's a good option for sure. Gotcha. Um, and you know, with protein, it's going to be super duper filling because like I said, it's slow digesting, but also protein has what is called the highest thermic effect of food, meaning it burns more calories. So you actually, burn more calories just by eating more protein um have you ever gone to like a barbecue restaurant or something i just think in terms of barbecue restaurants but like go to a restaurant where you just for whatever reason eat a ton of meat and then you get like the meat sweats afterwards Mm, yeah i have (laughs) yeah so i knew you would say yes that's because that is literally the thermic effect of protein you're burning off that protein in the form of heat So, you know, in summary there, habit number two is just protein and veggies at every meal. And if you do need help with some meal ideas, if you don't like to cook like me, go ahead and download my six simple meal ideas down in the description of the bio. It's linked there. Go ahead, dive into that. And there are six super easy meals that you can go ahead and whip up on your own. Love it. Okay. Um, Habit number three, put it on a plate. Yeah. So what does this habit mean? Basically, it's just... You know, for those who find themselves to be, you know, maybe stress eaters or mindless snackers, essentially you can eat anything at any time as long as you put it on a plate and sit down at a table and eat it like a civilized human being. So if you find yourself feeling kind of snacky between meals, fine, like there's nothing wrong with that. You should not feel bad or guilty about wanting to have a snack between meals, but If you are going to build this habit, then essentially you should never be finding yourself grabbing a bag of chips out of the pantry and then just sticking your hand in the bag of chips and just eating straight from the bag as you stare at the pantry deciding what you're going to eat next. You have to put a portion of whatever the snack is you're having. So if we're talking about a bag of chips, you're going to grab your portion of that that bag of chips put it onto a reasonably sized plate, you know, not like a giant plate that's going to be actually meant to serve an entire family. And you are going to sit down and eat it and focus on it. Now, this is really, really important because it's going to force you 
to pay more attention to the food and be more mindful of your choices. You're going to eat slower. You're going to enjoy it more. And in turn, it's going to have you actually eat a little bit less while still enjoying your food, having these snacks that you love and not feeling bad about them. I actually find this habit really, really useful for my social butterflies. So if you find yourself in a situation with like a lot of tempting foods, like maybe you're at a party and maybe there's a buffet table there, well, go ahead, allow yourself to have whatever you want. Nothing is off limits to you. But with this rule, you can't just eat straight off of the buffet or the snack table or I think charcuterie boards are like the, the hot new thing nowadays. So you cannot eat straight off the board. Instead, you're going to scan the table. You're going to scan what's on your charcuterie board and you're going to identify what foods do you actually want to eat. You're going to grab a plate. It could be a little plate, it could be a big plate, but you need a plate and you're going to put your servings of the foods on the plate and you're going to enjoy it. Um, you can always go back for seconds, but at least create that space between the decision of, okay, I think I want more food and the actual action of getting more food by requiring yourself to put it on a plate. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, I'm guilty myself. Um, like I know when I'm making, I don't know, yogurt or whatever, and I put granola in there, like I'll take, you know, a couple extra pieces here and there. And I'm like, well, those don't count because if they don't make it to the scale, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that, that is a good one for sure. All right. Should we move on to habit number four? Yeah. Habit number four, uh, never miss twice. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to James Clear for this one. Um, definitely recommend picking up Atomic Habits. Excellent, excellent book. Um, so, you know, I, okay, I enjoy fun meals as much as anyone else, but we all know that those fun meals, those treats, they can get a little bit out of hand pretty quick. So with this rule, this never miss twice rule, you can miss a wholesome, nutrient-dense, quote-unquote healthy meal and feel guilt-free about it as long as you don't do it two times in a row. So if you go out on Saturday night and you get some pizza, then that's totally fine. Like you can even go overboard, overeat the pizza, have too much. But the point is when you get up Sunday morning, just get right back to it, have a nice healthy meal. Or even more effectively, I think is in the morning times because a lot of people will say like, oh, you know, if I screwed up at the beginning of the day, then this day is like a wash and I'm just going to say screw it and just, you know, I already had the donut for breakfast, which was not on plan. So now I might as well go ahead and just like enjoy the rest of my day and start over tomorrow, right? Well, that's not really logical when you think about it. So that's why if you just have this habit of I will never miss twice, then if you mess up, not only want to say mess up because that's not even true, you're not messing up anything. But if you have an off plan, quote unquote, meal, then it's fine. Just let's go ahead and make sure that the next meal is something that you feel good about. And this applies to working out too. If you miss a workout, you know, if you are supposed to go to the gym and it's Monday and then um, your boss asks you to stay late and then you don't make it to the gym and you end up just missing your workout, that's fine. Just let's get back to it the next day. Let's just not miss two days in a row. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And and I like it. Um, and I mean, I, I love the book, um, Atomic Habits. I know you send it to a lot of your clients or most of them. 
Um, and the one thing, because I actually, I'm not a huge reader myself, and, and I did read that book, but the one thing that really stuck and resonated with me from James Clear was he says, and I wrote this down just so I could sound smart, but he says, success is the product of daily habits, not once in a lifetime transformation. So it's what you do every day, not what you do every once in a while, right? And I know you use that a lot. So I do like that one a lot, and it kind of hit hard for me mm-hmm. on that one. Consistency is key. Yep. So, yeah, so that's our four habits. And really, these four habits should give you a really great start on the fat loss process. But, of course, I should specify here, I don't recommend you try doing all of them at once. So, if you've made it this far in the episode, you've heard what the four habits are, go ahead, pick whichever one seems the easiest for you right now. And, you know, once you choose, ask yourself the following question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident am I that I can follow this habit every day for the next 14 days? And if the answer is a nine or a 10, then you're golden. Go ahead, get started on that habit. But if your answer is a less than a nine, then either pick a different habit to start with or just make that habit a little bit easier for you until you're really confident that you can actually do it. So like, you know, for the habit of eat a protein and vegetable at every meal, if that is not really realistic for you, if you currently are eating no vegetables per day and like protein maybe once every couple of days, then maybe let's just aim to do protein or veggies once per day. Like go ahead, give yourself permission to make it easier and just make it as easy as it needs to be until you are at least a nine out of 10 on the confidence scale. Then do it, go crush it, and just be honest with yourself. Like forget about what you think you should be able to do and just focus on doing what you can right now and building on that. You can continue to add more and more habits and really just once you master one, go ahead and add on the next one. Um, And, you know, if you're feeling particularly ambitious one day and you want to try a few new things, that's totally fine. That's okay. But Take my word, honestly, you can't do it all at once. And you don't have to. You really, really do not have to do everything at once. If you just make progress in one of these habits for the next two weeks and then go from there, I promise you that you will be losing fat in no time. All right, so that's all for today. Um, If you found this helpful and you're gonna try and implement one of the four habits, I would love for you to shoot me a message on Instagram Let me know which one you're starting with and I can go ahead and support you and send you some love. So have a great day, guys. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.